I didn't think starting a podcast would be easy, but I didn't realize how much self-judgment would come up for me. I have like three podcasts recorded and I just don't want to publish them. There's been so much resistance coming up for me in terms of recording and editing a new episode. Um, I could spend forever editing one podcast and then when I publish it, I'll still find things that I'd change or think of things that I wish I added or I'll judge how I said a specific word. Um, And I put up a podcast a couple of weeks ago and, and then I took it down because I felt like it wasn't good enough. But I like that it's challenging me and really allowing me to reflect on my self-talk on a deeper level and sometimes it's hard for me to convey everything I want to say in words so I just become resistant to saying anything at all and as I've talked about on previous episodes I'm really working on healing my throat chakra so that means speaking my truth and using my voice and communicating my beliefs and my thoughts rather than suppressing so I'm recording now and I know it's been like a month I think since my last episode was published um, but here I am and I think a lot of my resistance is this idea of having to be perfect and a little bit of fear in terms of speaking my truth and sharing my opinions and my stories and as a woman it takes a lot to unlearn this idea of having to be perfect and I'm sure so many women can relate but and you you may not even know but it, it really creates a blocked throat chakra and I've been having a lot of anger bubble up around what it means to be a woman in our society. Women are really expected to be therapists, caretakers, mothers, chefs, um, to clean the house, like to do all of these things all while maintaining full-time jobs, caring for themselves and their families, and maintaining an outwardly beautiful appearance. And there's this pressure for women to do it all and to look fucking amazing while doing it. And if you look at marketing and social media, there are so many products and services directed toward women. And it's almost like There's an unlimited amount of things women can buy to try to be perfect, whether it's makeup, clothing, hair care, skin care. I mean, the list goes on and on. And don't get me wrong, I love all of these things. Makeup is like art. Fashion is an expression of your personality. And I always encourage everyone to do whatever they want to feel confident. But I just want to address the pressure that women feel, especially as we age. And... As women, we're expected to be really innocent and sweet and polite and well-mannered. And also, men expect us to be porn stars. And it's all really confusing and it's almost like women can never do enough. And of course, men have so many pressures as well in society. And the biggest one that I can think of is that men really are pressured to be breadwinners and to make a lot of money. But what's interesting and kind of ironic is that men make more money than women still so yeah there's just a lot to unpack and and I want to be really clear I love men (laughs) this anger is mainly directed at this toxic masculine framework and this um, unhealthy patriarchy and so I really want to get into the feminine and masculine energies and regardless of your gender we, we all have both and we need both and we need to find a balance between the two energies like yin and yang Um, So I just want to explain a little bit about what these energies mean. Masculine energy is doing, producing, it's active, logical, linear, task-oriented. It's this energy of leading. 
And feminine energy is about being. It's feeling emotional, receptive, creative, intuitive, nurturing. Think about motherly energy versus fatherly energy. Motherly energy tends to be really nurturing and soothing, and fatherly energy tends to be more stern and rigid. Both are beautiful in their own way, and they both provide a framework and structure. Um, Like, for example, if I'm going to my mom, um, I'll typically call her about emotions like if I'm going through heartache or really want to express something that I'm going through emotionally and if I have finance questions or maybe car problems I'm most likely calling my dad Um, another good example of this uh, one of my sisters tends to show up with a, a masculine fatherly energy in times of need so I was going through one of the worst times of my life and Two of my sisters walked into the room and and one of them was really showing me the soft feminine energy and support and one of them was showing me masculine energy and support. And she really laid out my options for me in a very logical way and asked if I needed help finding a therapist. Um, She gave me suggestions on how to utilize my insurance and really just supported me in that way. And both energies come from a place of compassion and wanting you to succeed. Um, And when it comes to men... I have a lot of compassion for them um, and men have also harmed me and a lot of women because of this toxic masculine framework that sometimes breeds narcissists and fuckboys and men who are just not integrated and who have a very out of whack sacral chakra and and these men are the men that don't feel safe, um, men who don't know how to manage their emotions, men who explode with anger. Um, and whether men have intentionally hurt me or not, I've had countless uncomfortable experiences in my day-to-day life, as most women have. Um, I've had a random man come up to me in the street and grab my ass, and I had to deal with a stalker at a very young age that made me feel incredibly unsafe being a female. I was in a very unhealthy long-term relationship, and women are really taught to give so many chances to forgive to give so much of ourselves and to sacrifice ourselves and again whether it's intentional or not men do things that hurt us or make us uncomfortable and the intent isn't what matters it's it's the outcome and it's about taking responsibility for this and i think um it's obvious that most men were not taught to nurture and and work with their feminine energy. And I think when men hear feminine energy, they think it means painting their nails or something. And and that's not what it means at all. Um, And I also think that men have this notion that women are crazy. Um, And honestly, if a a man ever says to me that like his ex is crazy, um, just a little tip, um, women don't act like that unless they're provoked or unless they have trauma from a man. I mean, maybe not in all circumstances, but, you know, I've acted in ways that have not been in integrity. But when I reflect back on those times, I realize I was reacting from a place of of deep, deep pain. And women aren't crazy. We just don't feel heard because men aren't taught to listen. They aren't taught to talk about their emotions. They aren't taught to feel things. So really, how can they show up for us when they aren't even able to show up that way for themselves? In my late teens and early 20s, I was going through one of the lowest, darkest periods in my life, and I decided to completely ignore men, aside from the man that I was in a relationship with, which um, this was mainly the result of emotional abuse. 
Um, but I really did my best to ignore the male population as much as I possibly could, which is impossible, but I put in a ton of effort. And because of that, men started to perceive me as a bitch. <laughs> and that really felt safer than being nice and being seen by men, which is really sad. And as a woman, um, anger is something that I was not taught to harness. I was scared of my anger and I felt like I didn't know what to do with this emotion. And like I said, this week, so much anger has been coming to the surface to be purged and cleared from my system. And collectively, we've been seeing this happen as more and more women have been speaking up. And I don't want to say any of this to speak badly about men. It's again, it's about the toxic masculine framework and imbalance between genders. And um, some of you might have seen this on social media or listened to a podcast with Emily Ratajkowski, but she just published a book about her experiences as a woman in the world and how she has experienced sexual assault and abuse, being a model and being a beautiful woman. And regardless of how you look, being a woman doesn't always feel safe. And when she shared her stories, people shamed her and... Obviously, a lot of people supported her and, and showed lots of love, but people um, tend to have less compassion for those who are wealthy and physically attractive. And there's still this notion that when women dress a certain way, they're expressing consent. And that's so fucking false. Um, women should be able to make money in any way that they choose to. They should be able to capitalize on their beauty and their bodies if they so choose. And they're not asking to be assaulted and abused. And I was watching a Netflix show called Bridgerton, and it really evoked this feeling of anger within me. Um, it took place in the 1800s when women were taught that really the only thing they're good for is their looks, and, and basically their purpose and mission in life is to find a man to marry. And there's so much to unpack with this show, but long story short, I just felt outraged watching it, and just this feeling of like um, sadness and, and just noticing that some of these things that women were taught back then are still very much present today in society. Being a single woman in her 30s, there's this unspoken shame that comes with that. And, you know, it's stemming from decades and centuries of women being suppressed and the idea that women have to get married or be in a partnership to have value um, is still very present and it's definitely changing and evolving and becoming more normalized for women to not be married and um, to be single in whatever decade that they're in in life but when women take a different path it's almost off-putting to people and I, I just want to say to everyone um, to stop asking women in their 30s and 40s and 50s whatever even even women in their 20s why they're single it's almost like there's this perception that something is wrong with you if you're single. So please, especially if you're a male, stop asking women why they're single. I was listening to a podcast and this man was talking about women being single in their 30s. And I don't remember his exact words, but he expressed that a lot of men have this perception that there's something wrong with a woman who is single in her 30s. And what he's realizing is that those women haven't settled. Um, they're doing their inner work and they're choosing not to settle for anything less than what they deserve. And they're doing their work to attract a divine partnership, one that meets their needs. And as women, most of us have to work so hard to heal codependency and wounds from toxic relationships and um, 
certain traumas that we've been through. And no one's ever fully healed, but for me, I want to be in a place where I can show up as my best self, where I've really worked through a lot of wounding and can be a healthy, aligned partner. And I know men are still learning, and I really appreciate the men who are conscious and who are actively recognizing the imbalance and trying to right it. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it's so important that we all work together. And I know that men typically don't have a lot of emotional support and they're told to suck it up and to stop acting like a girl, which also fuck that phrase. Women and girls are so incredibly strong and women go through physical pain when giving birth that men know nothing about. And I really think that some men are scared of just how powerful women are and in turn they're scared of how powerful their own feminine energy is. And again, (laughs) I want to reiterate that I love men. I want my nephews to grow up to be the type of men that can lead with integrity and also cry and feel emotions when they need to. And I also want to note that whether you're male or a female, all of our journeys are going to look different and that's beautiful. We don't have to take the same path and we don't have to abide by certain traditions or societal standards. And I really think that before we incarnated, we chose certain lessons and we agreed to soul contracts to grow our souls. So whether you are happily married, whether you're single, you have kids, you don't have kids, whatever you've chosen and whatever is happening in your life that is your path it's all about what makes us happy and my path will look different from everyone else's path and that doesn't mean that one is better and sometimes i look at people who've gotten married in their 20s and i'm like why couldn't that have been me um but that wasn't my path and I had to go through a bunch of bullshit and I had to learn a lot of lessons because that's part of my mission. Part of my mission is to teach about love and to assist others and I couldn't have done that if I hadn't gone through what I went through. I actually was listening to a podcast around reframing this idea of what it means to be a man. It's Justin Baldoni's podcast. It's called Man Enough. And he talks about what it's, what it's like to be a man that has to integrate all parts of himself, the masculine and feminine energies. And I really want to understand what men go through and learn more about their experiences in the world because men need support and men are hurting. And he talked about how men typically have shoulder-to-shoulder relationships where they might work out together or do a project together, but they rarely have eye-to-eye relationships like women do. And there are so many pressures on men to make money and be successful, and I don't want to minimize that at all. Men have a lot of pressure to succeed. Um, And when men integrate their feminine energy, it doesn't mean that they cry all the time. It doesn't mean that they become passive. Um, It doesn't mean that they don't go out and achieve their goals and dreams. It just means that they're in integrity with their emotions and that they're receptive and that they're less frigid. And when they can incorporate that with their masculine energy of action and leadership and drive, that's really where this innate power comes from. And as humans, again, regardless of gender, we need both. We need to be able to give and receive. We need to nurture and also take action. Um, We need to be soft and sturdy. And it's this duality that takes a lifetime or many lifetimes to master. Also, side note, I was just thinking that 
the only exception that I have is when children ask me why I'm single. Um, I just think it's so cute. My nieces and nephews are just genuinely confused. And when they ask me why I don't have a partner, why I don't have kids, it's just from this place of purity and just genuine confusion and curiosity. One day I was in the car with two of my nephews and I'll never forget it. I had to borrow car seats um, because I don't own car seats. And one of my nephews was like, why don't you have car seats? And I said, I, I don't have kids. And he was like, well, we're your kids. And it was just the sweetest moment. And I was like, you're right, babe, you are my kids. And every few months I'll get similar questions. And I just find it so endearing. I had my niece sleep over and we were making a smoothie in the morning and she said, did you ever have a baby? And she looked at me with just the cutest, most curious expression on her face. And I listened to a YouTube video the other day and this woman in her 40s talked about the grief that women have around not having kids. And not all women want to be mothers, which is another thing that I want to address. It doesn't make you selfish to not want to have kids as a woman. And I think we really need to just let go of these old paradigms and old belief systems and let women and men make their own decisions. We all have the right to choose what we want to do with our bodies and we all get to choose how we want to live our lives. Um, but when I was listening to this video, I was really reflecting on my life and I, I don't know if I'll have kids and, and sometimes I feel like time is running out. I know I'm only 31, but I've definitely moved through a lot of grief in terms of not having a partner and not having a child. Um, and I'm also really proud of myself and the life that I've created. I haven't settled and I won't settle. And the partner that I'm calling in will be a supportive, aligned, healthy man. And until then, I'm so good on my own. I want a partner who not only takes care of their physical health, but also takes care of their mental health and a partner who wants to grow and learn and evolve and a partner who has healthy tools for communication and coping. And I feel empowered as a 31-year-old woman to be independent and not reliant on a man. I do want a partnership and I know my worth and the value that I hold and the wisdom that I have and if a man can't meet me where I am then I'll continue to walk this path until he can catch up. So I don't know if I'll get married and I don't know if I'll have kids but like my nephew said I already have kids and my nieces and nephews and they're more than enough for me. So I really encourage all of you to reflect on your idea of what it means to balance your feminine and masculine energies. Are you out of balance in the masculine energy? You know, maybe you're feeling really rigid or you have a hard time receiving or you have a temper or you distract yourself with work. Um, and think about how you can nurture that masculine energy and bring in more of the feminine energy to balance you out by getting a massage or talking to a therapist. Or maybe you're really imbalanced in the feminine energy um, and feel depressed or you really feel like a victim um, or you're not speaking your truth or you're not taking action on your dreams. And maybe you need to integrate more of the masculine energy. Maybe it would be helpful to make to-do lists every morning and just get really clear on your goals and start practicing more routines. And there's so much more I could say, but I hope this made sense and was helpful. And I really hope it made you think about the imbalance that still exists in society and also the potential imbalances within yourself and just becoming more conscious of it. Again, not blaming anyone. I just want um, people to be conscious. So 
really coming into this state of inner union between our masculine and feminine energies is such a powerful place to be and it's what I'm working towards and there's just so much peace there. And if men don't deal with their emotions and start to nurture their feminine energy, they're going to show up as assholes and if women don't balance their masculine energy, they're going to put up with it. So it's so imperative that we focus on and nurture both to be whole and to have this inner union so thank you for listening if you have any questions or you want to connect you can find me on instagram my handle is at underscore holistic hannah h-o-l-i-s-t-i-c-h-a-n-n-a-h and i also have a website it's holistic-hannah.com i hope you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are and i will see you on the next episode